Tasa Bhagavad Tora Do Sama Sambuddhasa Namotasa Bhagavad Tora Do Sama Sambuddhasa Namotasa Bhagavad Tora Do Sama Sambuddhasa Udang Dhammang Sangang Namasami So the, the term holistic awareness uh, refers to the fact that uh, we have different systems of intelligence and yet they all combine, overlap to form something that's holistic and uh, something we use all the time. The three fundamental forms are the our thinking mind, our emotional or responsive, intuitive, affective <coughs> heart and our bodily balance, our bodily intelligence. So these are three forms that we use all the time without really knowing do it. You're riding a bike, you know, you're swimming, uh, when you're balancing, that's your bodily sense, comes more to the fore. Mm. When you're with another person, it may be your heart sense comes to the more, more to the fore. When you're doing a task, job could be more that your head sense, your thinking sense comes to the fore. And the tendency of this to, is to perhaps focus on one or be uh, energized in one aspect and lose the other two. The holistic sense means all three are operating in balance. As we probably recognize in ourselves and in others <coughs> when we are uh, very much focused in our head sense, we can lose the sense of empathy with other beings, even with ourselves. We, we can lose the sense of being in a body. We're just out there in cyberspace or in virtual realities of mental constructions, thought constructions, the future, the past, myself, other people should do, could do, what would happen, what will happen, and even more remote realities which can have this very uh, effect on the heart of um, not being in touch. Mm. So you feel slightly overwhelmed or not really settled and secure and, and confident in our own hearts because we're dealing with things that actually aren't heart, heart realities. And the heart sense can be just one of, oh, what's going on? You know, or better get this done. Panic or anxiety or regret or uncertainty. It's not a happy heart if you're just up in your head all the time. <clears throat> Similarly, the body sense 
you know, you can be so full of ideas that you trip over your feet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where your body is. And even more, the case that we can be working so, so fully in our heads that we forget to eat uh, or exercise or even know what breathing in and out is. Fundamental things. It's just gone. Still happening, but we're not with that. So holistic, something that's actually holistic does become very um, fractured, separated. And in meditation, one of the themes that uh, I personally use is how does the whole thing come together. When the whole thing comes together, in my experience, there's a sense of calm, assurance, no compulsion, balance, yeah, flowing, uh, warm, at ease, happy, yeah, humorous, responsive, mm. rather than reactive. So that's uh, well, that's the retreat over with. <laughs> so just do it. <laughs> I thought I wouldn't lay, save it to the last day. <laughs> now this is though this is quite uh, natural. It's it's we're not always very natural you know, because we get programmed. <clears throat> and probably for most people the strongest program is into the thinking mind you know, that's the one we use to earn a living with most people are not going to be earning a living through dancing or gymnastics but probably through their thinking mind and that's the one we place a great deal of, of, uh, of emphasis on and performance and we measure ourselves probably most in terms of how quick we can think, how fast our logic can operate, particular amounts of learning that we can come into. That's what counts. So we get rather unbalanced. Now it's not to dismiss the thinking mind. And so one extreme could be just the, in meditation, all thinking is bad, wrong, nasty, dualistic, get it out of here. But this isn't really the way. It's we use the thinking mind Mostly because the thinking mind is something you can definitely steer and direct. Now, this may seem awesome. <laughs> the thing, thing is not completely crazy. But you can determine to think about, you know, for a moment, you know, think about your foot. Or do you know you have a foot? Yeah. So you, that moment you think something, your mind you're, will tend to go there. Your intelligence will tend to go there or at least try to go there. So thinking is, is the most accessible form of these intelligences. So we use the thinking mind, particularly what's called vitaka, which means um, trig- uh, sending the mind, directing the thinking mind. And it just means with a thought, where's my body? Or am I breathing? Or is it breathing in? Or is it breathing out? Just that. That's called vitaka. It means you... you pin for a moment you pin your awareness to something through the agency of thought uh, now this quality of awareness is is holistic it's the 
it's the ground base of all of them, you know, all these three forms of intelligence. So if, you're, if you become, uh, your awareness comes fully into your body, then a lot of your body senses start to become more intelligent. Your bodily sense, your balance, your somatic sensitivity, um, the whole thing starts to light up. If you be, so awareness comes into the body. When you bring awareness into more fully into the heart, you realize your moods, your uh, pressures, your negativity, your anxieties, your joyfulness, your gratitude, your generosity. These, all this area starts to become light up. It's like suddenly the light's on in that area which may have just had not much light on it at all, rather dim light. And we experience subtle forms of heart intelligence such as calm or equanimity or um, you know, things that may not be that powerfully surging. So awareness in the heart. So you can direct your awareness into the heart. How are you feeling? How are you feeling with that? How are you feeling with being here? How are you feeling when you remember something? How do you feel with that? So that's, that you say that's the thinking question that directs you to your heart sense. And, and the, the, um, when you come into your thinking sense, it's very much what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about this? So when you come to the what are you going to do about it, you probably get a huge you know, cascade of what you're going to do about things because this is, this is the intelligence that's mostly so lit up that it's hyper. You know. There's all kinds of, th- even before you've found out what it is, there's all kinds of things you know you're going to do with it. Generally make it better. <laughs> or get rid of it. <laughs> Depending which way your, your, your biases go. So these three forms. And, and because uh, the, uh, the body sense gives you a very a nice definite boundary. Heart sense is pretty boundless. The head sense is, is boundless. There's an in, you know, innumerable amount of things you could do, should do, could be done. You know, possibilities. Heart sense, huge range of emotional currents and flows and responses that can occur. Body sense, you've got something a bit more finite. And so it helps to ground and define and firm up and calm and stabilize and get a sense of centering. So when we begin a retreat, or often as a fundamental practice in a retreat, it is to bring awareness into this bodily intelligence, the body sense, to make that more intelligent. Then it will, def- it will help to give the heart sense uh, uh, a foundation, the head sense a foundation, and the heart sense will start to feel more comfortable when you have a steady, present body with you. you know. Your heart sense is always relating to something, relating to something. Now, if you can get it to relate to your body, it's going to calm down. If you get it to relate to your thoughts, it's going to speed up. <laughs> you know, because your thoughts are flickering and moving around. So you want to, if you get it to relate to you know, your past or your future, it's going to start going into, what, expectation or anxiety, regret or nostalgia. Yeah, that's what it's going to go to. So you really don't want to put it there yet. You know, in due course of time, we can go there. But first of all, you want to 
give the heart some comfort. You know, so how is it in your body? You know, how, where's the steadiness? Where's the calming? Where's the st- stability in your body? So we bring emphasis on bringing ourselves, our awareness into, into the embodied sense. Called the first frame of reference or the first <clears throat> foundation or the first establishment for mindfulness is body. If you look into that, that series of teachings, you have body, feeling, which is both physical and mental. You have mindsets, mind states, yeah? and then you have mental processes associated with <clears throat> awakening or ignorance. Yeah? And they, but they can all be detected because in the holistic sense, everything affects everything else. So everything that you, every thought movement has, does have some bodily effect to it. Yeah. If you've been thinking all day, you probably feel physically quite drained. It has an effect on your body. You're only really one, running from one battery, one energy system. So all the, whatever particular form of intelligence you're using, it, it, it draws energy and it affects the whole, the whole, all three systems. So you might find you're feeling in a bad mood, a bad emotional state, you know. What's wrong with my bad emotional state? Maybe because you didn't sleep very well, or it could be that even you're, you know, you have a bodily disorder. You feel sick, or you've got a headache. Generally, when people have headaches, they don't feel the most merry, generous, and at ease. You know, you feel tight, grouchy, or depressed. So clearly, you know, the bodily body picks up the heart sense or is affected by the heart sense because we've really only got one nervous system. So whatever neurochemicals, hormones are operating affects the whole lot. And uh, so also any positive state will affect all of it. So if we practice with a, you know, a loving or generous mind, that's going to affect your body. If you practice with a body that's at ease and relaxed, it's going to affect your, your mind, your emotions. So when the Buddha taught meditation, he said if you start off with bringing yourself into a, a good, willing space, and you take precepts and you reflect, think primarily about your moral body, you know, that is, you are committing to precepts, you are inclining towards doing the good, something you can respect, something you can admire, something you can really see as worthwhile. Consider that. Give that due consideration. Take in the feeling of that. This will actually have an effect lifting your heart so that you feel a little more glad and at ease with yourself. And that will affect your body. Your body will start to be more relaxed. And when the body's relaxed, the whole system gets happier. And this is how you come into concentration or samadhi. <clears throat> so concentration isn't just a matter of holding attention on one point. It's about you know, softening up the whole holistic domain so that it all feels good and chimes in and resonates. You know? It's rather like having a conductor and all the pieces in the orchestra tune in to the same, whatever they're playing, a violin or an oboe, they still pick up the same tune. So that entrainment 
is what's called samadhi. It's not a one point, it's everything gathering together around one theme. So this is why it's relaxed rather than a tight state. So when we, you know, one, one uh, suggestion is that although our attention can focus on particular points, consider more the sense of the field. That's the whole sense. And perhaps we might start with the whole body sense with particular points within that, and yet how, rather than, you know, trying to find one particular point, such as when you're breathing in and out, trying to focus on a particular point in your body, just get the whole sense of breathing. You know, the breathing in and the breathing out, the whole body breathing in and breathing out. So widen to get the field rather than a point. This definitely has an effect on your, your mind. Your mind become, is less tight, less pressurized, less demanding, and it has an effect on your emotions. Your emotions are more settled because you're not reaching forward trying to make something work and get there. See, yeah. And that sense of the emotional restfulness, a, se- a sensitivity, and being in your body, that will bring samadhi around. If you, if you want samadhi. But if you don't want samadhi, it will bring it around. That's the nice thing about it. It's not like a matter of choice. It just happens. Because when you settle down, you calm down, and you get the whole thing together, it does by itself come into unity. It comes into unison. Unison. So everything is entrained around the same theme. <clears throat> so when we cultivate in a holistic sense, certain principles are very important. One is connecting, connecting, connecting your thinking mind to the body, to, the, to your heart sense. What's happening? Where is this? How am I with this? Yeah. Doesn't mean as a whole 